Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. There's so many random little stories and we're covering so much this week. We'll see if we have time. Whoa, that was good. I know we do have a lot to get into today. Yeah. And they're so weird. Like it's the most, I, I'm really enjoying this curated list that we've put together. I they're love so odd. a weird celebrity personality. And I mean, we've got, thank God they got Instagram. Yeah, I mean, this is the only way we find out how weird celebrities really are. Oh, to have that much money. <laughs> no, not a care in the world. Um, where should we start? You want to start with our gals? Yeah, let's start with our moms that are fighting online. Our Jewish and... mom and our waspy mom. Oh, the irony. Except I don't want the waspy mom. I also want the Jewish mom. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, unfortunately, Martha's the mom and my, but yeah, Martha's my mom in this situation. You get Ina. Um, yeah, so Ina Garner, it's really Martha Stewart. Being a troll. Starting, starting, trying to start shit with Ina over the internet and over alcohol, like Ina supporting alcohol during the pandemic. So this story is so silly. It's so fantastic. It started because Reese Witherspoon posted um, an Instagram recipe uh for of like just what to do during the pandemic like Like how to be like productive healthier improve your daily life drink a big glass of water take 10 minutes to be outdoors 30 to 60 minutes without distraction a day and in bed by 10 no late binges try to get eight hours of rest like those are just four key things you can do and so then Ina like jokingly added on um and she's like to quote reese witherspoon that sounds great but i'm probably not doing any of those things lol my formula is easier to follow i love this woman so much yeah she's the best (laughs) drink large more large cosmos two stay up late watching addictive streaming series three stay in bed in the morning playing sudoku instead of reading a good book four Spending more time safely with people you love. In the pandemic, I can do what I do what I can. Exactly. I am definitely living the life that Ina, is, Ina, Ina, whatever you want to say, is supporting. So yeah. definitely team Ina. Just the laissez-faire. We don't need to be productive. Why are any of us trying? Reese, the world's falling apart. Reese, just go work on your like Nashville store or something. I don't know what you're doing lately, Reese, but like you've done enough why can't you, these women we don't need to be achieving this much you guys yeah like what are you running from why can't you just sit down and take a chill bill and honestly if i'm not saying that when she's like the queen of cooking and like make doing something productive then i'm taking it as a take a seat we all need to just chill is she the queen of doing something productive i think or is she the queen of being on constant like vacation and chill time yeah, but it's not like she's sitting on her ass. She's cooking. No, she's successful. She has, you know, she's done her lane. But I like that she's like, why are you even trying? Well, that's why she's more my vibe. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 So then this is where Martha Stewart then, you know, apparently got a stick up of her ass all of a sudden. You know, she, I think she's still just coasting on her relationship with Snoop Dogg that yeah. she thinks she has like solid street cred which I mean she kind of does did go to prison for a hot second too so yeah she does have solid street cred even if she's not like super street <laughs> yeah and 
I know it was joking. This is so bananas that Martha decides to actually it's so Martha to step in and say, I do not agree with drink with taking a drink to cope with things like the pandemic. And it's like, yo, homie, we're two years in. This is a two year too late statement. You're lucky <laughs> she's only promoting drinking and not heroin, oxy and whatever else people are doing these days. Like, the, yeah, so I'm like, it's just clear. It very, it feels very clout chasing. It feels very sad on Martha's end of just like, are we pretending that Martha hasn't been somebody who's signed off on boozing her entire career? Not to mention, isn't she making money on her own like weed line or something or working with Snoop on And, and she also must have at least a, a wine available, right? Yeah. If not some other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Martha's trying to, like, Ina is not responding, obviously, because there's nothing to respond to. It's just, this is a, this is is a low point for Martha. Ina is extremely charming. So, like, for her to say it's not charming, it's like, no, Ina is also the famous one who, like, on an episode of her show, or I think she was on Kelly Clarkson or something, she brought out, like, a huge wine glass that, like, yes, it was Kelly Clarkson, I think, looks like the one that, like, uh, Amy Schumer had in Inside Amy when she's, like, making fun of, um, uh friday night lights yeah with the huge glass yeah the wine glass and they just got bigger and bigger as they yeah. go and or also was it it was a perspective thing with her with ina too as well didn't she have it behind her and it looked kind of normal size and then she like picked it up i think and so. it was like twice the size of her head and you're like all right that's a good joke yeah i mean it's a snowy day in new york it's my day will definitely be included some kind of alcohol there's nothing else to do <laughs> It's just, yeah, Martha, like, come on, get out of here. It's just, yeah, we, we're team Ina. Martha's the opposite of charming. She's incredibly cold. And there's a reason why, I mean, not to say, I don't want to sound like a housewife where it's like, you can't get a man, but there's a reason why Ina is married to Jeffrey over a bajillion years and Martha is still single. (laughs) Like she has a a stick up her ass, like chill out, girl. She just must be incredibly, she's so incredibly difficult. I mean, she has to have the things the way that she does. There's a famous old Conan sketch where he comes to her house. Well, like this was when she filmed in her home. Like her kitchen was her filming area back in early 2000s or something. And he, he starts opening all the drawers and she, that's, you can see her panic start to set in where she, her compulsions. Yeah. Yeah. And then he fucks up all her, she has each cookie um you know individualized cook what are the um the, like what you make the shape of the cookies from oh like, the um cookie cutters yeah so she has a drawer of just the cookie cutters are in one like perfectly laid out area and he just starts throwing them all around and she full-on has a psych like you can tell her she's like trying to find an assistant to be like come fix this i can't handle this at all that's great <laughs> but yeah fuck you martha get out of here yeah i mean <laughs> I worked with her once on set and she was not easy to work with. So yeah, that none of this surprises me. Anyway, uh, should we go to another person that potentially might not be easy to work with? I another, mean, another weirdo that I was way on board with, but now I'm scared of. I go back and forth on her Dakota Johnson. I didn't really like her when she first like became popular. Then she's, they had the infamous line where she calls, you know, Ellen out on being like fake as fuck. So then I was definitely team Dakota. Um, she seems to be in a healthy relationship with uh, Chris Martin and even Gwyneth as like the ex and co-parenting and all that. So like 
she has to be somewhat cool but yeah and chris martin seems very chill and nerdy so like right but yeah i mean gwyneth seems difficult so maybe she i don't see gwyneth as being difficult oh really i feel like she probably is like i can see her being annoying to work with with goop because there's no you know what what level of relatability is there but uh, in general i think she's just kind of doing her own thing yeah well Interesting enough, I started seeing this story like as fodder on um, Dumas and then Vulture actually this week reported an article about this tweet that someone posted uh, that said, true story, Dakota Johnson once locked me and my mom inside a blue bottle coffee shop because the barista told her she couldn't make the coffee herself. Um, So... Later in another tweet, they said she closed the door on all of us who were still inside, pulled a rope out of her bag, tied the doors shut and walked away. We had to have a passerby untie the rope so we could get out. And there's actually photos like of this. So it's not just, you know, unfortunately, they didn't get they have photos of her like holding the door. Right. They don't have a I wish it would have been amazing if they got a or do they have a photo of her like actually tying it? Because the only one that I saw was like. It was like she's at the scene of the crime. And and then another tweet resurfaces actually from October that says, I hate from somebody else, someone else, but some, on a similar story. I hate seeing Dakota Johnson trending because one time she came into my coffee shop at, at Milk Studios at 11 a.m., walked behind the counter and started pretending that she was making drinks while her people tied the front door shut from the outside and started filming her. Like, is she doing so now we've independ- got a confirmation, like, from someone who worked at the coffee shop that this happened to. So now we have two witnesses who are tweeting about Dakota and her, like, weird obsession with making coffee behind the counter. And, like, why? And, like, what That's is going on? what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about the fact that she is illegally detaining people against well. their will. And that she's carrying around rope with her on purpose to be tying these doors well if the people were filming her i'm wondering if she was like trying to do some weird like prank then agreed and she's quirky and thinks she can get away with it but but, like what she's doing is illegally detaining people (laughs) like there's no two ways about it like how has nobody on her team been like hi you can't do that this isn't impractical jokers. Like it's no. not like people are signing releases and being like, "Okay, I was fine with being tormented." Like, like ha ha ha, Dakota Johnson, you're such a prankster. Like, no, we have no idea who you are. You're the Fifty Shades girl. Like, what are you doing? I mean, not only is she the Fifty Shades girl, she's the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith, which I yeah. think is more important for us to focus on because of the, both of them are unwell. So, like, none of this is surprising to me in the sense that, like. Who knows what she saw as a child and like how she's warped into this really personality that she is. <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm not going to that level. I, I think Don Johnson is a very normal human being. Oh, I think I Melanie Griffith so. gets a bad rep because she was a woman film star in the 90s and was told she was crazy. I mean, they're both messes. I mean, they both had extreme drug issues. So like, yeah, who, know, who knows what she saw as a child is what I'm saying. I think they were sober by the time that she came around don's much older i know he's much older but yeah and then she was raised by antonio banderas 
Yeah. Antonio. Antonio. But no, she's, yeah. I mean, she's an oddball, which is always interesting to see. But yeah, I just, I, I, I'm just waiting for the third time that this happens. Like, clearly, this is a she's thing that she likes to do. World, what she thinks yeah. is funny, quirky things. But like, to your point, they're all illegal. So, like, it's only a matter of time that, like, someone's not in on her shtick and it's like no actually we're gonna take you in <laughs> yeah you're in new york honey like this is not the time to be playing around yeah it's pretty crazy like again and also it's not even like this is new york 2021 where everyone's gone insane 2022 this is like back in 2016 <laughs> oh gotcha gotcha so it's over but then the most recent one that like when you told me about it that's recent right the tweet is recent, but the story is not. Oh, so maybe this was just something that she was trying to do in 2016 and it's not continuing? Like, this Oh, is- I was hoping it was just, like, continuing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be continuing. We've, it's only been a week since the story came out. Who knows how many other coffee shops are going to come out and say, no, she tried to get a job here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she always I mean, wanted to learn how to make the frappuccino. <laughs> yeah. It's if you can get access to that, I mean, that's really where I got spoiled. Is being a barista. Like I like that job. I didn't like serving the customers, but I yeah, I, I don't enjoy making those drinks, man. I don't. I'm not really a coffee person, so it's a waste on me. But I mean, it probably is awesome to learn how to make all that stuff. Just using the machines and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's just yummy. So yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. So so strange. So yeah, and then we're we're gonna segue into. Just a slew of interesting relationship rumors and facts. Yeah, like more strange. I think the theme of today is just like oddballs. Oddballs. (laughs) 2022, the year of the oddball. The year that it's like there's no more social groups in your cafeteria. The nerds are hanging out with the jocks. The jocks are doing the drugs are in you, the corner. Are you just quoting things from Euphoria now that you're like finally on No, Euphoria, I would say, is still very segmented. I'm just saying the list that we have of who's now starting to hang out with who. True, 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 the true, comedians true. hang out with the glam model who's fucking around with the nerdy loser. Like, <laughs> I can't handle this. What should we start with? I mean, I think we're both not really on board with it is bill Hader and anna kendrick have apparently been dating for about a year now quietly because it's pandemic and neither of them really get paparazzi so yeah it, people reported it this week but there have been rumors for a while that they were dating um but apparently they've been dating for like over a year um they met on the set of a movie they didn't date at that movie or they met actually i think at snl and then they also did a movie together um but they have yeah supposedly been dating basically soon after he broke up with rachel bilson or they both broke up together because remember that was like last summer yeah 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 so yeah you don't like anna kendrick at all and i'm I'm understanding where it's coming from but she also has my birthday so no 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 no. it's not it's coming from there's like very known facts yeah a bitch yeah and she's not easy to work with. And I just want to believe that. I know that when we worked with her at Macy's, she was, it was when she was doing trolls with Justin Timberlake and like, both yeah, of no, them. it's like our traumatizing year. That was, yeah, trolls is traumatizing for many reasons for me. Um, but the two of them were like very difficult to work with. And he made sense because of, you know, his 
all the things he's accomplished. Like, what has she accomplished? She was in a few movies. Like, yeah, I mean, she no definitely why she has the major like drama diva esque vibe that apparently she's known to have. She's well, very... she definitely does very well within films, and then it doesn't get that level of respect that a man at her equal level would also receive. So I think she's playing that card of like, no, I'm going to demand the respect that Pitch Perfect is a huge, massive hit. Like no, she no, should. No. Pitch Perfect, the first one's good. But yeah, like, it's good, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't the other ones cast. all did well? I mean, it's not like it. it it's still a a know, three for a, movie. Pitch Perfect is an ensemble cast. She doesn't own like in my eyes. She's not like yes, she may be the main character, but she doesn't carry the movie. In terms of box office success, she is like she I like she's not up 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 there. But if you were to equate a male equal to her, they would have been provided with a lot more respect than she was receiving. And that's probably where a lot of that translated to her being a bitch of being like, no, if you were to ask a male counterpart that like I should be getting paid at this level. And I shouldn't have to be doing this kind of press tour if they're ha- not having to, like... Yeah, there's also a lot of Dumo, um, like, encounters, though, where she's, like, not nice to fans. Yeah, I mean, so. not surprised, but, it's, uh, yeah, it's also just, like... And just, like, from from Rachel Bilson, who is, like, such a sweet human, like, to me, I just... From you, like... because you love her summer from OC. I mean, I know, but she could life, be a nightmare. So I've heard her in interviews. Like, she is just, like, a really genuine human, and I don't get that vibe from Anna, and I love Bill Hader, and I can't wait for Barry to come back. Um, I know. When is that happening? It's actually, like, coming back in the next month or so. Good. Um, yeah, such a good show. I mean, HBO, they know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, so not a huge fan. Hope this one doesn't last much longer. I love Bill Hader. And that's all. <laughs> that's all, folks. Um, okay, so the other one is um, Hunter Schaefer and Dominic Feike. Or Fe- sorry, because I'm old, so I don't actually know how to say his name. That's how I'm going to go with. It's F-I-K-E. But he, that is Elliot on Euphoria. He's a new character this season. And then Hunter Schaefer is Jules from Euphoria. And this is, you know, we're in a very gray area with this generation. Holding hands doesn't mean they're in love. <laughs> but it's that. Yeah. They, it's been, for them, they've been spotted kind of out and about going to events together, you know, being affectionate in public. I think this is really great. You haven't watched this week's episode. And if, when you watch this week's episode, I would be curious as to if your opinion about this like changes. Okay. Yeah. But I'm finding him to be very attractive. Yeah, he's not really my vibe, but um, no. I'm liking the introduction of the character, although I hate that, like, it's keeping her, Jules and Rue together because I liked them together. Well, then you'll see. what okay. the, It's a big moment. It's a very fun. Um, right. Yeah, Jules, like, wants to interrogate him. <laughs> and it's really, yeah, yeah. It's really amusing. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this one's uh, a hardcore rumor. Like a like an intense yeah. rumor that it's Swedish singer. Stiff. That's what oh, I was going oh, with. Oh. oh, which one were you going with? No, no, no. I didn't realize we were talking about this one. Yeah, go for it. Oh, gotcha. Um, oh, yeah, because they could both be they, both hardcore rumor could it, like be attached to both of those relationships. Yeah. Um, but this week there was a rumor that Brad Pitt might be seeing Likey Lee. She's a Swedish singer. L Y K K E. I'm saying. I mean, why wouldn't you call yourself Likey Lee? That's a fun name. 
Yeah. Uh, and that rumor is coming out of apparently they had a dinner at the Olsen's house and she's friends with the Olsen's, but Brad and her live near each other. Um, and I'm here for dinner with the Olsen's and Brad Pitt. Like, yeah. So can we get over that statement? <laughs> so was Brad also friends with Bob? I don't know. But and did that like come about Mary or anything or like, or is it just because I mean, I- the Olsen's are so New York. Every time I think of Mary Kate, I just think of the fact that she supposedly gave the drugs to allegedly to um, what's his face? No, Heath Ledger was on prescription. Heath Ledger. That's always been the rumor, and I can't get it out of my brain whether. It's true but it's been not. proven that he was on prescriptions, and the doctors were like followed up on of like why was he over prescribed all this oh, stuff? I she was helping him get the drugs. No, she was with him. She was dating him at the time. And then when the housekeeper discovered his body, she called the Olsen. Like she called Mary Kate. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not that no, he was over prescribed medication and then that's like they pursued the doctors in regards. That's when the, all that started with yeah, over prescribed medication. Saying, every time I think of Mary Kate, I think of that moment and I think of her getting kicked out of her home from her French husband during the divorce. Oh, he's so gross. I mean, I'm why definitely would she even... team Ashley. I've always been team Ashley over Mary Kate. I mean, they're the same person. It's just one egg that divided. So they're, they're literally different. technically the same person. <laughs> but they act and look different and dress differently. <laughs> the only, I, I can say tell one person I'm... in the population could tell them apart. I'm with you on that 1% of the population. But that is our age group. That's well, the only group that's going to be able to tell them apart. And they played Michelle. So obviously I, need to, I needed to know everything about them because they played my name on a show. <laughs> and the ego. <laughs> <laughs> and the ego sets in. I yeah, mean, so Brad friends the show, Olsons. yes. Yeah, so that was fascinating to learn. <laughs> and then apparently he is dating the Swedish singer who's 35, which I appreciate because I like that 15-year age difference. If you're 50... 35 should be like the lowest you can go. So we should be shoot- shooting for 50 year olds is what you're yeah, saying? Yes. If you didn't know that that's actually what we are being asked to do now, then yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, we were 25. It was 40. Like, I know. Come on, I mean, I aged out of NBA players, like basically once I graduated college. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> should we talk about, are those all our, couples or nope we got two more to go uh just quickly brenda song and macaulay culkin officially engaged they already have a kid together uh but yeah she really she really got what she wanted she she was vocal about what she wanted and she got it she manifested it yep good for you brenda song i mean you've worked really hard but damn you've had a messy personal life yeah look up brenda song and the the cyruses the cyruses of it all if anyone needs to have a fun little day on a snow day google that yeah that is a twitter trail to follow man what is his name it's not noah i confused the sister with the trace cyrus yeah yeah he's like he's like a pete davidson-esque in that like his whole body is he was so in his face is so yeah he's a mess okay yeah um and but this is we're gonna go across the pond to a um like a, a hot topic that's going on over there about a breakup. Uh, so comedian and talk show host Alan Carr, who is also best friends with Adele, she actually officiated his wedding to his husband in 2018, and that was his 10 year anniversary to his husband Paul. And 
they and then Alan is like and then if you watch the British uh show of Adele coming out like when she does her concert in in the London um he's she they have like a whole dialogue like he's a part of that show from the audience um and so what happened was that he and his husband during the pandemic like it became their relationship became very tumultuous and uh nearly like a year ago or so his husband posted a picture of him on Instagram with a black eye and said he received it after a row with Alan in, in insinuating that Alan gave him a black eye right so the press like went directly to Alan it was like you're uh, like beating your husband like you guys are in a physical abusive relationship and and then Paul, like, within 24 hours, went back online saying, like, no, he didn't give this to me. And they were like, well, then why? Like, clearly he did, if that's what your first statement was. Uh, and apparently their relationship, like, re- really never recovered from there. And it looks like they're both big on booze. Like, Alan's really known for, like, serving booze on his show and stuff like that. So I'm assuming it's on both ends of the coin for them. But Paul has really been struggling with alcohol abuse and he was um, he was sentenced to 14 weeks after a drunk driving incident. And when he was sentenced is when Alan announced that he was separating from Paul. And then Paul only ended up serving two nights of this 14 week jail term. And he actually got out yesterday morning. But I'm just like, yeah, this is a big um I mean, I love Alan Carr, and I was just like, oh, shit. I'm sure, like, there have been many nights back when Adele was not sober where she and Alan and the husband were probably wasted just based off of, like, if they were friends. They all oh, yeah, this has been since she did 19. They've been yeah. friends. Like, they, I think, live near each other, too. So she would come over and watch like- Britain's Got Talent with him every time it was on bad influences on each other in terms of the alcohol piece since or, all... it's also just you know british culture as well no it's i know much more... brits love to drink but like there's a difference of drinking and getting duis i mean <laughs> that's no bueno yeah and they can afford to and also be. who's driving in london it's all just take an uber well yeah i mean i'm, I'm assuming they're living a little bit more, they probably have a couple places but adele doesn't side. live in london they That's live true. a little a, a brighton ca- crown court i'd so. imagine adele just has like a driver at this point but alan carr actually I don't yeah I, I she should but i don't also think she does like i think she yeah. said i think on carpool karaoke she was talking about how much she liked to drive and stuff but i could actually be pulling that out of my ass well, speaking of Adele, we didn't even acknowledge this as a story, but her we did learn last week that her um, her, her residency in Vegas was canceled due to what we were told were COVID reasons in terms of like a lot of her team um, just not being healthy enough to, to put on the show. And now as that has happened, more and more stories are coming out that it's not really COVID, that it's either it. Some I saw today that it has to do stuff with her with Rich Paul. Oh, okay. Because the other rumor was that it was like with the um, um, I don't know what that job title would be. It would be like the artistic visionary of the concert thing. It was whoever the production person. I saw was. that too. That it involved like more so just like there was supposed opinions. to be like a pool stunt that Adele was very nervous about and she didn't feel safe about and they argued and they had like loud rows and. 
I heard that, and then I was also hearing that, like, apparently things aren't going well with Paul, with Rich, and, like, that's impacting things, too. So she may just be having a rough 2022, just like the rest of us, man. Yeah. But, I mean, they did the first big, like, they're stalking her for sure. Like, the paparazzi are following her because they immediately, like, after she announced this and stuff, they started following her. And she, quote, like, they got the pictures of her trying to run out of a car into like his gated area with like a coat over her head and stuff like that into Paul's house. Like this is why they don't talk about their relationships because once they do it just becomes everything and then people like us talk about it. Um speaking of so we have other news outside of relationships, more baby stuff. So obviously we already know that um John Mulaney and Olivia Munn had their baby, but they are going from zero to 100. We weren't seeing anything, and now we're seeing a million photos on John Mulaney's latest Instagram. It's he has like so a, strange. He has so like a full um, album of pictures, one where he's taking a video of Pete Davidson meeting the baby, and then there's photos of him, Olivia, and then actor Henry Golding and his wife with their baby. They're both like Asian babies meeting, and that was a really cute photo. It's just like crazy that Again, this man was, like, anti-kids his whole life, and now it's just, like, fully into dad life slash, like, becoming friends with anyone else who has a child. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this. I don't think he's been anti-kids. I think he's been kind of vocal about not being super interested in having his own, but then he – I think this kind of all sparked when he started working with those kids on – The lunch slash kids. Yeah, yeah lunch whatever. bunch, whatever special – yeah, so I wonder if that sparked it, but then – I think it's also what's sparking it is like all the friends around him had kids like Nick Kroll had a child two years ago. And so like his closest friends are now fathers. And he realized like, not that he, it, obviously they had, I'm sure this child was a surprise. It's not like they planned Yes, because it. he was married when he, she got pregnant. Right. He was married to somebody else when they right. got pregnant. But my guess is he's like seen that everyone else in his group is having children so like his thought about not having children changed once. I would say sorry no just like the combination of obviously this woman got pregnant and he's a mess in terms of like in and out of rehab where he is in his sobriety and he's, and he's impressionable because everyone around him is having children and so he's just like fully in it and hopefully this isn't a phase and like he is going to be a great father. He is a, like, I would think he would be a good father. He had, like, both of his parents in his life. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's a different generation, and the stories of his dad are insane. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, um, I would say she got pregnant accidentally, and he's still married, and he's full-on panicking for 10 months, and then he has a kid, and he's like, I fucking love this thing that is half me. Like, yeah. this is now me as a baby. And I am fully on board with this. I would be surprised if it wasn't until, like, that thing was in his hands. That he wasn't like, how the fuck do I get out of this? True. Yeah. It, it's just, what is really, really jarring about the whole situation is, like, private life, private life, private life. Look over here. Don't follow this timeline that I'm pretending to create so that society doesn't get mad at me for having an affair and like yeah i mean what a disastrous time in his life and now he is full-on just like this is a public baby 
Like the, well, now it's like, are we making money off this kid? Well, this he also bummer. he also went from being married to not really a celebrity, a woman that kind of like her whole career was around his in the sense of like she was an artist, a makeup artist. She was like doing the makeup on Oh Hello, and like she was basically always working for him. And now he's with someone who is another celebrity, and that's a totally different life in itself I mean, yeah i would like to spotlight that anna did have a separate restoration business that she no, focused she did, on but like yeah. they worked very closely together yeah. because they were you know she also knew, why wouldn't you like she doesn't she really knew have him. to work so she's like i'll just come over and do the makeup for you guys on set and you don't have to hire a makeup artist right and she was with him well before he became the john mulaney that everyone knows now yeah so. and then i mean this is and so invasive like- and so rude but it's just like can we get a breakdown of what your conversations were with your wife about having kids because from what we were seeing it was we're not super interested in doing that we're not super interested in doing that and now she is saying she's like well what the fuck am i gonna, I gonna freeze my eggs now because like you know he ran off not so were they just not on the same i mean they weren't really ever on the same page he says that in his stand-up when he has his com or was it just on a talk show thing where he talks about how he was with his mom and his wife observed like you're a different person with your when you're with your mom and he's like yeah I'm never not gonna be who I present to my mother like that's who I present to her and she's like so I'm never gonna know who you are and he goes yeah, no it definitely was not stand up because the oh, stand up okay. his stand up was always that he didn't want children and him and his wife were fine with Petunia the dog yes and, you know. That was his voice. And so it's like, how do you for 10 years say I'm anti having children? And then all of a sudden, here you are like obsessed. And not put a condom on. be obsessed, but like, you know, it's just really. Because homie it, didn't pull out. I know. <laughs> like that's how. Yeah. Because Olivia didn't put, uh, because he didn't put the hot sauce in the <laughs> condom and Olivia put it up her machine. I mean. Let's also, I'm not saying that that's what Olivia did, but Olivia is also like getting of an age where she needs to have a child or she won't be able to. And like, you know, this is definitely a happy accident for her, whether they stay together or not. Yeah, because it looked like throughout the pregnancy that they were both very miserable. Yeah. So it's just a very. Yeah. They were hiding from all the pictures. They were running around being super secretive. And then. Now two months like, in he starts celebrating malcolm that's the kid's name two he, he posted eight pictures of him saying yeah happy birthday even though he's two months old which is like all right now we're doing month to month i guess they do that yeah they do and also <laughs> just taking photos with every other celebrity baby that they can find and then i'm actually surprised there hasn't been a photo with nick Kroll and their baby because they just know? haven't had the chance to like meet up or is that relationship fucked up yeah yeah, no, I'm curious if Nick Kroll has feelings about it because he was friends with Anna for all these years, too. I mean, I'm sure, obviously, he's going to pick John over Anna. Yeah. But, like... And how much was, did he, you know, what was his relationship with Anna like? But yeah. if she was coming over doing the makeup, like, clearly she was part of their relationship, too. And so, you know, who knows? I would love to talk to them. And who knows what John was like when he was all coked up? He sounds fucking impossible. He, yeah. His episode on Seth Meyers, when he explains this timeline with this baby and his addiction and well, how he we, went to 30 Rock to get his hair cut. We also like... poked a million holes, as did the rest of the world on that timeline. So, yeah. Like, as much as I did love John Mulaney, unfortunately, I do not love him as much. Him as much. I'm still seeing him in 
at Madison Square Garden in June. And what if he's good, if he's funny, then I'll have more respect for him. But I still don't have, I, like, I lost a lot of respect for the man, obviously. It's difficult to be funny at Madison Square Garden. It's so I big. When I saw Aziz at Madison Square Garden, he was terrible. But that was also, like, at the height of when he wasn't funny anymore. But anyway. Yeah, it's just such a hard room to play. It's not. Yeah, like, yeah no. the acoustics are fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway. But but we're also going to be that one percent demographic that is rooting for like like we're the we're relating to Anna in this yeah, situation course. yeah no one and the majority of his fans and the public do not register that she's a human being exactly so we're here for you Anna anyway um and then but then that means he's if he if so if Pete is now also like going to as all points all signs point to Pete Davison moving to L A especially already like. He's not fucking good on SNL. No. I mean, his pa- he's still going to keep his place in New York and stuff, but he would love to be in LA for a little bit. And so he's hanging out with Mulaney and they're calling him Uncle Pete. So this fucking means that John Mulaney's hanging out with the Kardashians. Yeah, which is just nuts or us. I, those so two worlds are not allowed it? to collide. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, like talk about the dinner table. I would love to be a fly on that wall. Like they're definitely getting wedding invites to each other's weddings. <laughs> yep. And then and then you're introducing Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, it's another it's another tall white boy, tall lanky white boy getting involved. <laughs> Just have him dye his blonde hair and put some tats on, and he fits right in with the rest of them. I mean, it is just. This world is smaller than I like it to be. <laughs> I don't like these worlds colliding at all. Give the, keep the talent. And I'm not saying that Pete Davidson is talented. That's why I'm on board with him being with the Kardashians. He's more that lame, but damn, son. Did you hear the latest speaking of, um, there's rumors that Kanye is spreading rumors that yes! Pete, has, Pete has AIDS, which is like, so what the insane. Hell? So in on so I shouldn't many be different laughing, levels. That's actually terrible. The but homophobia like, of it, like, what year do you fucking think yeah. this is, Kanye? I mean, I cannot. If anybody were to accidentally pass away next week, I, I'm surprised know. Kanye has not been in more hospitals. Well, I'm just thinking, like, a private jet goes down, or oh, like, oh. like some, you know, a transport, transportation type thing. Just, but no, you're right. Yeah, he's definitely like. I mean, unreal behavior of like, that's where your brain is at, homie. Meanwhile, you're supposedly having the best time of your life with Julia Fox. So like, why are you even talking about Pete? It's like so obvious, like when you're, I mean, this wasn't us, but when you're in high school and you're like dating someone else to make your significant other jealous or something, like it's so obvious that's what he's doing. And he's trying to one up everything that, you know, he sees Pete and Kim doing. And at the end of the day, like, I think Kim's actually just like enjoying herself because <laughs> she's with someone that's a little bit more like normal, which crazy that Pete David is quasi like normal, but compared to Kanye, yeah, he is. Oh yeah. I mean, just the fact that they literally are just walking around in sweatpants and like only going out to eat at diners. It's like, all right, cool, bro. I know. They're hitting he's up, like going- every chain and like, they're not being bougie. And I'm like, I am here for this. Kim needs a little less bougie in her life to be yeah. like a little bit more down to earth. Yep. 
I'm he- I mean, I'm here that for it in some way, as much as like I hate the Pete Davidson of it all, and like how he's just like with someone else all the time. But I don't hate him with Kim as much as I probably should. Yeah, they're like um, they're they're just off in the corner doing their own thing. Like I'm not paying attention to them. I'm not interested in what they're doing. But it's interesting. I, she's wearing more and more vans, and like she's dressing like, definitely dressing for the guy she's dating. You know, it's like Barbie. Are you with like surfer Ken? Then you dress surfery. Are you with like jockey Ken? Then you dress jockey. Like that's literally Kim Kardashian. She just changes her look depending on who she's with. Ladies, we. I mean, what's the struggle here? Are we pretending that Kim's got low self esteem? I mean, honey, you be you. And then, yeah, why? Oh, my God. Couples that morph into each other. I don't know. What do I know? Literally nothing. Yeah. Should we talk about more baby news? Yeah. I for- Oh, yeah. I have the lot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who else have we not talked about? Yeah, go for it. Oh, I thought you were having this one. Um, No, oh. so the news um, is that Priyanka Chopra. How do you say her name? Priyanka was- Chopra. Okay. I-, I never know if I pronounce it right. And Nick Jonas welcomed a baby through surrogacy. Do we know if it's a boy or girl? I want to say it's a girl. Okay. I thought it was a girl, but then I was like, did I just make that up? And, but we don't know the name. Yeah, that's true. Um, Um, Let me double check. Well, yeah. I, this is probably a couple that I was wrong on because I definitely didn't think they were going to last, but. We're still in the beginning stages. We're still, we have time on this earth, dude. Like last for you means what? I mean, eventually breaking up, like. You know, how can you be together when you have two different careers and yeah. um okay, yeah, it just says first child. So I yeah. we do not have confirmation. Okay. But I feel like a girl, but yeah, is it just because they have all the other ones about how girls there's no boys in that? Yeah. Meanwhile, there were like four boys of them. So it's like skips a generation because they're four boys and then That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And now so we'll they're all girls. Um, but yeah, so that's news, obviously, you know. Not- I mean, they've been, only been dating since May of 2018. Yeah, they got married very quickly after dating, which I think is why I was like, this isn't going to last. And I think in my brain, I was like, oh, she's older than him. So she's probably trying to have a kid. And then clearly, like, you know, that was a struggle if they went through sexy. Yeah. So that podcast is right. I. I do like Nick Jonas. I don't know how I feel about her. I, I don't think she's as talented as everyone makes her out. She is no. gorgeous. Yeah. I know she won, like, Miss Universe, and so I get the allure. But, like, I feel like she's a much more But all the things that I've seen her do, than, I'm like. What I've seen her do, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why? But to be one of the very few indian film industry people specifically women that then crosses over to mainstream america and it shows you have to win miss universe in order to like get that i mean she is i know but when did she move like i'm assuming she did universe and then had an acting career in india and then oh i thought it was the other way around but you could be right because wouldn't you have to be on miss universe first because i think there's a year and there's a age cutoff that's probably right yeah, I mean, I don't. And that's how I didn't even watch Miss America, let alone Miss Universe. After so. winning Miss India World, she was then cast as a female lead. Yeah, in oh, okay. two thousand and two, and made her film debut. Got it. Yeah, I think yeah. the only thing I've seen her in was Baywatch, and that movie was like, you know, I mean, pretty, that movie was trash, and I'm gonna watch it again. Pretty trashy, but like not because of her. But like, no, you know, so it's just and like, she was a bad guy in it, so that was fun. Yeah, 
Um, Spoiler alert. She's a bad guy. Baywatch, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Don't, don't, well, ru- don't I mean, walk. Run to rent Baywatch. If we learn anything from Baywatch, they definitely kept their stereotypes of foreigners being the bad guys from back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. But I mean, also watch that just to look at uh, fucking Zach Efron for two hours. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, he... And- and That's the one crush. that he put in the most physical work for. And your girl crush, Daddario. So hot. And then it was rumored that they were dating. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so into it. Should um, we go into what we're watching? Um, speaking of. Yeah. Uh, oh, the only other thing that I had to say about what I don't, what I, what I think also would that would like add to them, like you know, good for yeah. Well, they clearly love each other because yeah. they're trying to make it work, but they tend to be on different sides uh, like she is and uh, especially during the pandemic she's been based out of london and then like I, he also has his movie career too like so I that's why like i think they would together a lot yeah exactly yeah so that's why it's like oh it's a bummer they see each other when they can obviously for like but i think there was some point where it was like oh yeah we've been together for six months now in quarantine and it's the most we've ever spent with each other you know it was just like wait then how do you know each other like jesus yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why they went through surrogacy. They didn't even see each other enough to have a child. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's also, she's no, 42. And, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so what, I guess we can go into what we're both watching, which I know I'm a little bit farther than you are, but the new season of Righteous Gemstones, which is on HBO Max, um, highly recommend. For those that don't know, it's a show about a family that um, are not i was gonna say televangelist but just evangelist i guess right well yeah in my head that's the same i think televangelist means they're on television and that's what the righteous gemstones are they're on television yeah that's their whole thing oh yeah i guess i forgot that yeah so basically televangelist trying to make a buck by being this you know huge conglomerate of churches uh it kind of has like succession vibes in the sense that like the children are all trying to take over the business but it's very everybody's terrible (laughs) everyone's terrible but it takes place in like the south it's and it's a comedy it's danny i was gonna say it's a comedy succession yeah yeah danny mcbride uh produced and created it and also is in it along with john goodman adam devine it's really really there's some really good um cameos this season uh not even cameos some like guest stars in general yeah, they have been too. Dermot Mulroney was last Dermot season. Mulroney, and then also Eric Roberts is on this season. Oh, yeah. I, I, same with Eric Andre. Um, oh, yes. It's, it's, yeah, I that character is fantastic. Yeah, he's been in a, a couple more episodes I've been watching. I think I'm on episode four or something. I mean, so. Eric Andre, as not well as he is, man. Thank God he got I to just television. Love, like, a half Jewish, half black guy is like, in the televangelist world on this show like it doesn't make sense but like he can play such ridiculous characters but, like, yeah i mean it's that's what the range is it's just like you need to be committing to these insane ridiculous. characters yeah and that's why the show is so good yeah it's just insanity um so yeah we've both been watching that and then the only other thing i've been watching i know we mentioned him earlier is aziz ansari has a new special i think it's called like nightclub comedian um on net yeah it's on netflix 30 minutes it actually was a surprise show uh he did at the comedy cellar many people who go there know that like you'll have this the list of people who are speak who are 
who are speaking, who are performing, and then occasionally they'll have surprises. So this was actually like the last comedian they had no idea was coming up, and then he did thirty minutes. And I, it definitely isn't his best special, but compared to like his last two specials that were kind of lackluster, it felt more like that initial Aziz who I loved when I saw him years ago. Um, a lot of relatable content about the pandemic and um, just like the world falling apart. And one thing he has since done, um, you know, since we've probably known him last is he moved to London. And another thing he did to get a, get away from the world. Cause he felt like, you know, technology was taking over. He actually switched to a flip phone. Oh, no so way. He, yeah. So he does for him. about that. Yeah. And he's like, well, how do you get anywhere though? Well, he, it, he was talking about how, like, he's like, it works except for the fact that I need to print out my MapQuest like, before I go Yeah, anywhere. exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I could get on board with not having the internet on my phone. But that GPS but I'm too GPS reliant on. Yeah. Like, Can you imagine if we had to live in the world that our parents did of just... No. I remember having those conversations of being like, wait, so if they got to the airport, like, what would you do? Like, you would just go to the airport and wait for somebody and then, like, for, learn the yeah, flight was like, delayed? Yeah, like, waiting for someone to pick you up without a cell phone. Like, and I think that's a reason why I'm able to travel, like, for work alone or, like, be willing to go on a trip alone. It's, like, because with your phone, like, you can get everywhere on your own. And, like, I could never do that, you know, 20 years ago if, if we were living 20 years ago. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, we, we know that I can. I wouldn't want yeah. to, but I have an incredible ability. Yes, you get. Yes, you do. <laughs> I. To figure out where the fuck I am. Get lost in my own backyard. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, what are you watching? Um, I mean, throwback because I got so into it when I was texting you about it. Yeah, you did. It's, it, I mean, and I think you thought it was new because, I because got so you were like. It very vocal as you were watching it yeah because i can't fucking remember what i watched last weekend but i literally did nothing but like watch tv so i was just like i'd watch others i've much to watch the series yeah definitely caught up on all of euphoria and cannot stop and um and then uh but olympus has fallen is on netflix guys this is a gerard butler <laughs> classic disaster you film. lost me at gerard <laughs> Uh, you gain me this is this is pre-geos geostorm gerard is when it started to get a little shaky of just him physically starting to fall apart but this is like still kind of prime this, uh, it's not 300 gerard yeah but this is you know when he was getting back to back a lot of good stuff law-abiding citizen yeah i fucking love a gerard butler movie um but yeah olympus has fallen is that he is a white house secret service agent and uh the uh, the Koreans infiltrate because the like Korean ambassador is there. And then it turns out that, um, I mean, like spoiler, I mean, it's only 20 minutes in, but one of somebody on his staff is actually a like North Korean expat that Bye. had like infiltrated South Korea when he was a teenager and like, uh, and then like became a homegrown terrorist. And, and it is, I, I mean, I've watched this movie and I've seen the sequel as well, which I think is Angel has fallen and um yeah so there's at least two of these and it is such a fucking fun movie man i mean it's violent as shit not like stallone violent or is that like like you know really dumb but it's yeah there's a lot of guns a lot of bang bang it's a lot of loud noises there's a lot of artillery it's it's a full-on shootout at the white house so it's pretty 
just like intense and bizarre and it's also like somebody needs to check national security because these guys literally took over in 20 minutes and like had everything planned out and there was like I, no counteraction plan at all i was just gonna say so is it january 6th yep or... it's very close uh and uh yeah so that's available on netflix if anybody wants to if anybody's enjoying the snow day and wants Run, to just, don't walk. yeah have a few drinks and watch a good bad action movie aaron uh, i was gonna say aaron sorkin's in it he's not aaron it's not eckhart aaron he plays two-face from dark knight he's that is big aaron eckhart oh it is aaron okay cool yeah 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 uh morgan freeman is the vice president i mean it's got a cast man yeah it's 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 a banger so i watched that again uh and then also uh oh i started after party the yes. apple tv can't wait uh, for this yeah the apple tv um it's a multi-genre it's so cool how they do that you can't really describe it as anything because essentially what happens the cast is unfucking believable stars sam richardson if you don't know sam richardson get on board he's part of like i think he's a ucb guy but he's definitely like an improv la new york guy I feel um, like he's been on every comedy yes. show, like, as something. He just, like, I think the pandemic just blew his career up. People just started casting him and then being like, have you seen the Sam Richardson guy and things? Yeah. And, yeah, he's really, he's so charming and fun and, like, refreshing when he's fun. He's so fun to watch. Oh, so he's the main character. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so he's the main character. I mean, everybody is like pretty. Not, I feel like he's the only person I haven't seen do press for it. Oh, fair so enough. Like, yeah, you're right. He's, like, the least famous of Well, here's the thing. There's 25 leads like yeah. it's just name after name. So you have Davy Franco, our boy Davy Franco. Yeah. Um, you get Alana our girl Glazer. Alana Glazer. Uh, our, my, I mean, you let me know if you want to claim him as well. I'll claim Ike Barinholtz. You can have him. I'll take oh, fair John. Uh, um, Ely. Yeah. Who? John. Yeah, John Early. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, it's great. And um, uh, the, the you're going to go into what the premise is? Yeah. And so it is based, it starts off with them going to their 15-year high school reunion. Which already, I love a high school reunion. Like, Romy yeah. Michelle. And Dave Franco's movies. character is this huge music star now. He's like this incredibly famous guy. And it's such a great character to see him play because Dave's it's, the best. Especially the clip they showed when he was promoting it on Jimmy Fallon. They showed the clip of him and Chatting Tatum playing the actors who play hollow notes yeah so that was a quick little cameo yeah that was a phone in from channing um to yeah just like the two of them being on screen together because it's the same people who did 21 jump street oh then that makes sense yeah 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 yeah. he was yeah because if people don't remember that yeah um yeah dave is in yeah, I mean, so the whole thing is so damn good. Okay, there's like 18 things called the after party. So I was trying to like it took me like 20 minutes to find this on IMDb. Um, I was just saying if there was any other. Yeah. Zoe Chow plays Sam Richardson's love interest. I don't think I've seen her in much. Oh, Ben Schwartz. I don't know why I was blanking on uh, him. Okay. Yeah, Ben Schwartz is up in there. Ben Schwartz is really great. Kevin Kelvin Yu, you'll definitely recognize him. Um, he plays somebody else. It, yeah, is there anybody else? You'll you'll There's recognize a lot of comedic actors. Yeah, it's fantastic. But what it really is making it super interesting and super fun and original is that basically, from what I can tell, it's not by episode. By like they're like it's multi genre, and I'm I'm from what I can say so far, I just watched one and a half episodes. 
was that it's a genre by character. So like one character is its own genre. It's not like genre by episode. So in, at least in the first episode, you have a few of the different genres kind of weave themselves in, which is very interesting to see. Like Ike Barinholtz character kind of is going around thinking he's the action hero. Sam Richardson is the rom-com guy. Alana Glazer plays this like hot mess, like fucking weirdo. And so I guess we're going to learn more about her because all they keep saying is like, you know, she went insane, right? Yes, (laughs) that's perfect for her. Yeah, it's so strange. Um, And yeah, it's just so fun. And I'm just excited to see where it goes. It's a murder mystery. Dave Franco you know no spoiler because literally the first five minutes dave franco's character uh dies after falling off a balcony in his like malibu mansion and like falls to his death and then tiffany haddish and john early play the detectives that come in and are incredibly incompetent like yeah, the <laughs> so, way unless tiffany, she's playing that card up to then the way solve tiffany it. haddish described it it was like it's basically like the movie clue but every episode is from a different perception of someone on the show and then obviously it's that genre of that person so like you said like the jock has the actiony like genre or like the musician has like the emo yeah but then they also do like kind of french noir they go into those other things that's not necessarily dedicated to a character as well why are we doing an art house film and then they'll cut to something like so it's just funny they also address it like as it's happening. Yeah. And so it's very it's on Apple TV for those that are interested. Yeah, I'm definitely watching. I mean, it's only three. I think it's like typical Apple where it's like three episodes the first week and then it'll be an episode week every to week. week. It's eight episodes yeah. altogether. Cool. I mean, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely recommend. All right. Anything else you want to report? No. Maybe I'll remember what I've been watching. Yeah, well, do what I do write it in your phone for next week i know that's like so much work though is it though (laughs) nope not at all (laughs) well and you're going to see scream today right yeah so that'll be something to report back to next very excited so all right well on that note we'll see you next time bye